Welcome back to another episode of I Love My Shelf podcast and live on IG. So I'm back. I know last week you guys missed me. Guess what? I was out of town, of course, right? So I went to Miami. Look at the shirt. Right? I was in Miami for Carnival. So that's why I couldn't do my podcast last week. Would y'all like to see my feathers? Give me a thumbs up if you want to see the feathers. Anybody want to see it? All right, I'm going to show you anyway. Look at this. Isn't that exciting? Okay, so enough about my personal life. Um, So now that I'm back and I'm settled, we will start the podcast. Before I start reading, though, I don't know if you guys know this. Did y'all know I made a second book? It's called Booked. So if you like this book, you'll absolutely love this new one because it has a couple spinoff characters and it has a very interesting storyline. So make sure you check it out. It's available on Amazon or you can go to my website, www.shanahannibal.com. All right, let's get started with our original book, What He Took. And we're on chapters 15 and 16. If you've missed the other chapters, you can catch it on my website or you can catch it on anchor.fm. The episode is called I Love My Shelf. I have all the other chapters. Um, You can also catch it on my YouTube channel. So if you want to watch it there, that's fine too. And like I said, if you don't like to see my face, you can always go on Anchor FM and just hear my voice. Because I know my skin look all crazy from being outside. All right, let's get started. Chapter 15 of what he took. Past November, Sylvia laid in bed alone and began to miss the feeling of having someone next to her. It had been a while since she felt a man's touch. Her friendship with the chef was going well, but she couldn't tell where it was going, if anywhere. She grabbed her phone and went on social media. She was surprised by the pictures and videos she saw. Matt is engaged? After Sylvia finished the exchange with Matt via text, she knew she needed to book a flight soon. However, she felt like the need to be honest, or at least somewhat honest with chef. December came and it was time to see if Matt was as wonderful in bed as she had remembered. She didn't feel like she was doing anything wrong since she and Chef had not been intimate yet. Before boarding her flight, she decided to let the chef know that she would not be available for brunch this weekend. Hey, I just wanted to let you know I'm heading out of town to visit friends for a few days, like a small vacation. Okay, when are you leaving? I'm leaving Friday and I'll be back on Sunday though. Cool, make sure to bring me a souvenir back. Ha, you're so silly. I will, sir. December came and Sylvia went on her trip. Once she came back, she decided to have some alone time. She blocked Matt's phone number and completely cleaned her social media of anyone who didn't bring her joy. And just to pause real fast, in the other chapter from last week, remember she went to visit him and it was like terrible. So that's kind of where it's picking up from. 
She wanted to go on a search to find her joy. Her entire year had been filled with turmoil and she could feel it sitting on her soul. She decided against texting the chef to let him know that she was back. A few days, a few days after her trip, the chef began to message her. Hey Sylvia, I just wanted to make sure you were okay. I haven't heard from you in a few days. Sylvia debated if she wanted to respond or not. In her best interest, she decided to respond. She knew it was nearly time for the holiday party and she had to get everything set up. I'm good, just tired. I understand. Hey, I need to come by the school to take some measurements for our tables. Do you mind? No, it's fine. Which day would you like to come by? I can come by tomorrow after the kids are gone, if you're free. Perfect. See you then. Sylvia placed her phone down on her desk and continued working on her faculty meeting presentation. I need my assistant principals. I cannot concentrate. She typed steadily, but she didn't like how the pages were shaping up. She opened up her email and began to type. APs, I need your assistance. In the next faculty meeting, we need to address the correct resources we need to help with, with student growth. I'm attaching a copy of the presentation I'm working on. Can you guys add to it? Add things that we'll need to achieve for this goal. We will meet Monday before our Tuesday's meeting to make sure everything flows coherently. I appreciate all of your hard work. Thanks. Sylvia ended her email and got up from her desk to get ready to go home. Girls, are you coming over for dinner tonight? She used her voice typer to send a message to her daughters. Sure, Mom, but only if you're cooking spaghetti. Fine, I'll cook spaghetti. You want dessert? I'm thinking of chocolate chip cookies. Mom, we can't eat that. We're watching our figures. You're shaped like your dad anyway. It doesn't matter what you eat. You could use some extra pounds. Ha, we'll see you tonight. Hearing from them made Sylvia smile. With them being busy students and sharing time at their dad's house, she rarely saw them anymore. She really looked forward to laughing and spending time with them. Before heading home, Sylvia decided to stop by the grocery store to grab the ingredients and wine. At dinner that night, the girls enjoyed their time with their mom. I'm glad we got to see you. You're so busy all the time. I know, sweetie. I want to relish in our time together since you guys are getting ready to go to college. I'll try to do better, Sylvia exclaimed. Her heart was in the right place, but her career kept her busy. She continued to eat and chat with the girls and giggle over wine until her phone began to buzz. She picked up her phone and noticed a text from an unknown number. You can't hide from me. Who is this? Sylvia replied. You know who this is. I'll block this number right now. Who is this? You can block it but I'll always find another way to get my message to you. I'm calling the police. On who? You don't even know who I am. I can find out. Sylvia was shaken. She thought through her crazy year and tried to pinpoint who would want to find her. She thought about crazy parents or students who may not have liked decisions she made. She also thought about teachers who have had disciplinary actions taken against them. Then all of a sudden, she remembered. Mad. Girls, I need to go to bed. I'm not feeling well suddenly. Mom, what's wrong? I think I had too much to drink. I'm going to head upstairs. Make sure you set the alarm before turning in. Okay, love you, Yarley said. Love you, Andy said. Night, girls. With that, Sylvia headed upstairs to bed. A video message came through text from the unknown number 
showing Sylvia and Matt slow dancing at the nightclub in Houston. As Sylvia watched the video showing her grinding on Matt, she began to cry. She remembered how he overreacted in Baltimore, how scared she was. She remembered how he said he would find her. He said that he loved her, but she didn't think it was real. Now, she began to feel that his love was more than usual. He was crazy. She was so grateful that Chef Anthony took her to get a gun over the weekend, but she hoped she'd never have to use it. She walked upstairs slowly, making sure to leave the wine glass downstairs. Once she entered her room, she turned on her television and adjusted the source to see the camera view around her house. Then she walked over to her nightstand. She pulled it open to ensure her gun was still readily available in case Matt was nearby. With that, exhaustion took, took over her body and she collapsed into a deep sleep. Chapter 16 Past December, Sylvia stood up in front of a crowded media center. The eyes of the faculty, staff, and custodians were on her. She walked over to the front of the media center and readjusted her red blazer and patted down her black shiny skirt. Before speaking, she gently moved her hands to her sides. I want to begin by thanking Chef Anthony and his team for putting together an amazing feast for our school. I only want the best for you guys. We work tirelessly to ensure that you guys had the best. I won't hold you up for long. Make sure to see our gift table before you leave. There are goodies for everyone. Chef Anthony, I have a gift for you and your team members as well. Everyone, be safe on your ride home. Good night. Before I leave, I just want to say thank you. You've been a joy to work with. Chef Anthony leaned and whispered to Sylvia. The pleasure was all mine. If you're free after this, I'd love to invite you over for coffee. Oh, that sounds nice. Let me wrap up here and then I'll meet you. I'll text you when I'm on the way. Okay, I'll have the crew start wrapping it up. I'm so excited to spend some time with you. I've really missed you. Sylvia picked up the last few things from the media center and brought them to the main conference room. I'll put these up Monday morning. She walked over to the office and grabbed her car keys. As she turned towards the door, her phone began to ring. Hello? The mystery voice spoke. You ready to see me? Who is this? Sylvia was caught off guard. Her nerves were shot at the bluntness of the caller. We are supposed to be together, the voice said assuredly. I'm blocking you. She hung the phone up and immediately blocked the number. She felt shaken but refused to let this ruin a beautiful night. She continued her stride out of the door and headed to her car. She sat in her car and unlocked her cell phone to text the chef. I'm on the way. Okay, I just got in. I'll grab a shower. Make sure to call when you get outside, he replied. Okay. She wanted to keep it short and get out of the parking lot. Sylvia drove, thinking about the crazy phone call. At least he's in Baltimore. I should be okay. She opened her moonroof and let the cool late fall air calm her spirit. It was quiet on the road, barely any cars. The moon was beaming in her car as she smiled at herself. She couldn't help but wonder if tonight was going to be the night. She continued her drive until she pulled into the chef's driveway. You know what kind of night she was talking about, right? Just saying. Hey, I'm outside. Okay, wait one sec. I'm going to open the garage door so you can pull in. Sylvia found that strange, but she waited regardless. Chef opened the garage and Sylvia pulled in. It was a tight fit because he had so many cooking supplies spread out everywhere. 
Once she pulled up, she turned off her ignition and checked herself in the mirror. Her heart was racing. She gathered herself together and opened the car door. She made sure to not scratch her door on the cooking paraphernalia in the garage. Chef Anthony opened his door and smirked at Sylvia. Why did I have to park in the garage? It's a long story. Come in and we'll talk. All right. Sylvia entered the house, led by Chef Anthony. She placed her coat and car keys on a side table next to the couch. The chef walked into the kitchen, grabbed two coffee mugs out of the cabinet, and headed to the coffee maker. Sylvia stared at him, imagining what his hands would feel like on her. It had only been a few weeks since they, since she was devoured by Matt and the masseuse, but she had a thirst for him. It felt differently than the other men she had met, including her ex-husband. Being with him felt comfortable, not to mention his food was better than anyone's she ever had. Grab a seat. I'll fill you in on the past few months. Ah, okay. Where's the best place to sit? Come sit in the bar stool while I fix your drink. How many creams and sugars you like? I'll need two creams and two scoops of sugar. Gotcha. As Chef began fixing their drinks, he looked over at Sylvia. You know, I want to be completely transparent with you. When I first met you, I was with someone else. We weren't in a good place, but I'm respectful. I wanted to have a clear conscience when I pursued you. What do you mean, pursue? I like you a lot. I want us to date and see if this works. But you know I'm still going through a divorce, right? Yes, I understand that. I'm patient. You're worth waiting for. Sylvia could feel the tears coming back. She was so thrilled that he was feeling the same way she felt. She loved his honesty and openness. She refused to cry, though. At least not in front of him. She just stared at him as he spoke and fixed their coffees. He is a beautiful man. How did I get so lucky? Suddenly, there were hard knocks at the door, banging like a police serving a warrant. Sylvia was shaken out of her fantasy. She could feel the sweat pooling in her armpits. She looked around with concern because she didn't know what to do. Don't move, sit right there, Anthony ordered. Sylvia sat still. She was bothered. I know you're in there. Are you with another girl? The voice rang from outside. I'll be right back, Anthony said to Sylvia as he headed towards the door. Sylvia sat there in disbelief. Could this be why he denied me all those months? Is this still going on? She had a million questions in her head. She didn't know if she wanted to waste her time trying to figure him out or worry that she would go through what she had been through with Warren again. The conversation felt like it went on for hours. In reality, it had only been a few minutes, but Sylvia could feel the uneasiness messing with her stomach. She wanted to grab her things and head towards the door, but she didn't want to be in direct contact with another angry female. She felt like Anthony was a barrier keeping her safe. What could have gone wrong for this to be happening? Anthony slowly closed the door, letting his hand glide from the top of the door to the handle. He hung his head down, appearing exhausted. He turned to face Sylvia, and you could see the sheer embarrassment in his face. This is why I waited for you. I want you. I want you to have peace. Sylvia dropped her purse down to the floor and jumped out of her seat. She ran over to comfort Anthony. She stood next to him, and he dropped his head onto her shoulder. She wrapped her arms around him and allowed him to cry onto her blouse. 
Sylvia didn't mind that she was getting all wet. She felt his labored breathing as he was trying to fight back the onslaught of tears. As much as I want to grab you and take you upstairs, I have to let you go home tonight. When we make love, I want it to be the right way, Anthony whispered into Sylvia's ear. I understand. We can finish our chat later. Sylvia slowly released Anthony from her grasp. She took several steps back to grab her purse. When she turned to face the door, Anthony grabbed her, cupped her face in his hands, and kissed her, long and deep. Anthony pressed himself into Sylvia. She could feel a large impression in his pant leg growing. So she pushed herself away, removing Anthony's hands from her face. I have to go. I agree with you. We should do this right. Sylvia began to migrate towards the door. Anthony followed behind her. You don't have to go. You can stay here. We can just talk. No, because we both know what will happen. We'll regret it in the morning. If we're going to do this, it has to be clear of drama. With that, she opened the door and walked out. She meandered past the bushes to her car. After Sylvia left, Anthony sat on his sofa with his bottle of beer. Lauren Hill was playing in the background. He laid his head back and closed his eyes. His mind was swirling with the drinks and the thoughts of Sylvia. Suddenly, his chest felt warm. He rubbed it and lifted up a bloody hand. His world suddenly began to fade away. Do y'all know what happened to him? What happened? Well, you'll have to find out next week unless you already have the book. But um, so that's the end of chapter 15 and 16. Make sure you come back next week on Wednesday to hear the rest of it. So we are currently reading what he took. And then if you finish that already and want to read something else, I have another book. It's called Booked. And for my winner, I'll be mailing your book out tomorrow. And anybody else who wants to purchase some, you can either message me, you can go to my website, or you can go to Amazon. I'll see y'all later. Bye.